You're listening to The Pursuit, a podcast from the Salem Baptist Church of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. The Pursuit is a podcast designed to help people find and pursue life in Jesus through transparent conversations about God, His Word, and His Church. You can find more about Salem Baptist Church by visiting our website at salembaptistnow.org. Well, welcome to episode four of The Pursuit. Uh, it's a podcast put out by Salem Baptist Church, and today I'm joined with uh, Pastor Kibbit Hicks, our senior pastor, and Pastor Dwayne Carson, our pastor of Christian school education and the leader of our Christian school, the director of our Christian school. Welcome, guys. Hey, good to be here. Great to be here with you, Rick. We have a unique thing here at Salem, and I, I think that's a, a one of, I heard someone say it once, we have a lot of best-kept secrets. Um, I don't think what we're going to talk about today is one of those, but I think how good it is is one of our best kept secrets. We're going to talk about our Christian school uh, that we are. Uh, we exist in Winston Salem, North Carolina, and there are a lot of Christian schools in North Carolina. And so, um, what we want to talk about today is, you know, why we have a Christian school, uh, what makes it unique, um, and and what can a parent expect if they were to have their student at um, our school, and not, not just any Christian school. We're talking about specifically today, Salem Baptist Christian School. And so I want to jump right into it. Um, so first question, um, I'm going to ask it, and then we'll kind of give, give you guys chances to answer it. Why does Salem Baptist Church have a Christian school? That question gets asked a lot. Why do we have one? Uh, so Pastor Kibbett, do you want to start here with why do we have a Christian school? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it is a question we get a lot. Um, because more and more we see churches that are moving away from uh, from having their Christian school, and sometimes even Christian schools going going pr- completely private, where they're not coupled with a church at all. I think in response to that, there's a couple of things that that I would say, and and one is um, just very simply that as a church, Salem Baptist Church, we've got a mission of making disciples, yes. and one of the things that it was, it was Dr. Uh, Charles Stevens back in the 40s was approached by a, uh, a lady in the church and she said, hey, I, I, I don't have a place to teach. I have like five kids that just need to be taught. They need, need extra help with their education. <clears throat> they are struggling in school. And, uh, and she said, can I meet in our, in our church building? And he said, absolutely. And from that, kind of was born a vision of of creating a Christian school, but not just a Christian school um, for helping um, give a quality education. That's a major part of it. And we'll probably talk about that here in a couple of moments, but, but to, to be a, um, a place that makes disciples and to be a, a place that provides the quality education, but is also kind of going back to its roots from where it started, that place where kids have the opportunity to learn where maybe in other settings they haven't had such a great opportunity to learn. So, so, you know, we, people ask, why do we have a Christian school? Well, it's, it's a part of our vision. It's part of, of reaching um, not only the city of Winston-Salem, but the world with, with the gospel of sending out graduates to reach the lost. Um, I think, uh, <clears throat> I think at its core, Christian school is one of those things that uh, is vitally important to be for it to be coupled with a local church. And, and one of the things I said just now is, is we see this this separating a little bit now uh, in our culture of 
Christian schools coming away from local churches or becoming independent. But I think one of the great things about our, our school is that it's coupled to this local church. So, yeah, I would agree. And I think that's a big point you, you just made um, because we've been in several meetings lately um, where we've talked about outreach and evangelism and, and that in, and one of our core values is the intentional evangelism. And every time that conversation comes up, Salem Baptist Christian school is brought up as our, is our evangelistic arm uh, of our church. And I think it's really a good point there to make. Um, Dwayne, a uh, question for you, if you, um, how many, and this is kind of a off the top here, our, our, our Christian school is not made up of just our youth group. They're not just going to our school. As a matter of fact, um, the percentages are a little different. A lot of our um, students that are in our Christian school don't necessarily go to our Christian school. Um, how, how, what's our percentage, or not maybe not percentage, but how many students are we reaching every year? What was the last year's number for how many people were enrolled in our Christian school? Well, right now, starting with pre-K two, all the way up to the senior year, uh, we've got 420 students this year. And uh, they come from, uh, I'm told, uh, 11 different counties around Winston-Salem. So it is far reaching. Um, we have students from 130 uh, different churches. Um, so very uh, wide reaching there. I would add also 30% uh, of our school right now would be considered um, minority. So we have a very diverse population that's attending Salem Baptist Christian School. Yeah. Uh, we do have students that come in that are not saved. Um, I, I always like to say we kind of expect the two, three, four, five-year-olds to come in lost. So if we're going to say they all got to be saved, we're going to have to cut out kindergarten uh, and down. No, we do have students who will come. We do not require students to be saved to attend, nor do we require parents to, to be saved. So part of our mission will be evangelism and we'll use chapel and bible class to share the gospel um, and we've been seeing students saved this very year uh, because of our bible classes as well as because of our chapels so for our listeners and, and, and Dwayne, if, oh. if i could if i could add on to, to what Dwayne has to say there you know um you're right we we don't require students to be saved to come to our school some people would say, okay, but <clears throat> aren't you compromising the integrity of the Christian school by doing so? And I would, I would vehemently argue against that. If, if we really are about making disciples, if we really are about evangelism and creating quality Christian worldview education, then we're going to allow kids to come in who will, for the first time, experience uh, the gospel and, and, and hear it and have a chance to respond to it. But then, um, once again, that's where the, the, the importance of the, the tide of the local church Absolutely. Um, comes in because that, that provides a longevity and accountability that, uh, that is important for the Christian school to not be compromised when that integrity, in, in regards to that integrity. Yeah. When a Christian school is tied to a church, it's tied to that pastor, it's tied to um, the, the doctrinal statement of that church. And then you, you look at the, the necessity of the staff, of the teachers, of the administration, they must be born again. 
that becomes the key. Students can come not safe, but we would never hire a person who cannot give a clear-cut testimony of being born again. Uh, and that, that then they become evangelists themselves wanting to see others to be saved. Yeah, I think those are two good points you made. Um, and when people ask me the same question, like, do you think we should have people come in who don't, are not professing faith in Christ? My first thing is abs absolutely. The thing is, what we've done is we've built a system um, of, uh, I'm going to say a Christian environment, so that when you come in, um, it's not that, hey, we, w well, I say it this way, we want you to feel you're welcome here as an unbeliever. Um, but because what we're teaching, how we're, we're loving the people with the, with the love of Christ and we're teaching God's word, you can't, you're welcome here in whatever state you're in, but there will be some discomfort now and then when you hear sure. God's teaching on this or, or that. And so we, but we do it all in a, a sphere of love. And one thing that always comes up when we have this conversation, and, and I know I'm speaking here as a, as a, as a father of students at the Christian school, as a teacher uh, there, that um, there's something sweet about Salem. Uh, it is, is a home because students, they, every time I talk to someone about like the students who are graduating, they're like, man, this feels like home. It's almost like they don't want to graduate. I've had a lot of students say, I'm not ready to leave. I'd like, I wish we could have had one more year. And, and I think that's an interesting, and I think it's a testimony um, to, to what makes our Christian school unique. Part of my job is to make sure the peer pressure is going in the right direction. And we do that through a number of ways from just right off the bat, having a theme every year. Uh, my first year here, it was build each other up and using that theme. Then we were talking about building those relationships with one another. And then you care for each other. And this year was a quest for wisdom and uh, using different uh, themes out of a quest for wisdom and, and one of those, again, was a wise person wins souls. So you're, you're helping students to feel a burden for a fellow student that may not be saved. But it also had the component of how we cared for each other. Again, wisdom is going to step into each other's lives and say, I want to help you become better. Uh, so, again, what makes Salem very special is that family component as a person comes in we want them to begin to feel a part of that we care for you. And then as you're cared for, you care for others. Um, very special place. Yeah. Well, Pastor Kevin, this next question may be more in, in your area, and we'll, we'll all speak to it if, you, if that's okay. Um, so coming from the church side, um, and sometimes that becomes the, the phrase, you have the school side, the church side, which we, I think you've done a good job at kind of blending those two together. But from the church side, um, what, what would you say to someone who would say, it might be financially better not to have a Christian school? I, I would, first of all, affirm that, yes, it, 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 can, be, it can be costly to have a, a Christian school. You think about facilities long term. Um, you think about uh, just the, 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 um, not just the, not just the finances, but there's this constant trying to, to wrestle with, um resources and and a lot behind the scenes that that go into it that it's not just financially driven it's it's energy driven it's, it's resources driven but so i would affirm that, that yes it is it is costly i think my next question though for this person would be um but what cost can you put on one 
graduate who goes out and goes to the mission field and whether that's the mission field where they're vocationally serving the Lord um, on another field or here in our country, or maybe a mission field in a business somewhere or a mission field of a, a, you know, first responders or whatever it is. Um, but yet they are out making disciples. Um, when you start to compare the effect of the Christian school and the impact of the Christian school um, with the cost in the temporary, in the meantime, then there, there is no comparison whatsoever. And so uh, it, if, it, if it fits with the vision, and, and for us, it absolutely does fit with the vision. We, we know that the Lord's going to provide, that he's going he's to make way for, um, for the finances to come about. He, he doesn't speak something into existence, or he doesn't call someone to something that he doesn't also provide to make happen. We're in the middle right now trying to figure out, okay, what is the long-term future of both Salem Baptist Church and Salem Baptist Christian School look like when it comes to facilities and when it comes to how we move forward well? And that's a prayer that I've had over and over again is, God, I, I, please, I, I truly believe you're calling us into such and such. Um, and I know that you're going to make a way to, for it to happen. So, yeah, we get those questions sometimes. Wouldn't it be financially bad? Better for you to not school at all, um, for us to, to drop the Christian school, let them go off by themselves. And um, the keyword is better. The keyword is better there. Would it be financially better to not have one? And I would answer, no, it's not financially better. Um, Long term for the, for the kingdom of God, this is absolutely um, what God's called us to do. So we're going to continue in it. The church is making an incredible investment in eternity Uh, you're they're they're planting into um uh, these lives that are going to have a different marriage they're going to have a different mindset in their community um they're going to be living a different type life um as as they've been uh in this christian environment learning a christian world view and uh we don't just uh uh teach a christian world view we instill a christian world view we're after students applying how will they live differently now that they have heard truth and uh, for me, a Christian, a, a church has to see that um, 50 years from now, the things they helped put in place today is going to be reaping benefits for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. And I like to look at the, the long, like, as you mentioned, the long-term fruit of this. Yes. Um, you know, so at the time of this recording, um, I I had I have served at Salem uh, as a teacher for um, about 17 years in the Bible department, teaching Bible, um, and now getting mo- moving into as a campus pastor. And from the graduates that I, just the time I've been there, um, you know, I can think of pastors even in the area who are graduates. Uh, mm-hmm. One one of our pastors, Pastor Harper, is a graduate. Um, I can think of missionaries. I can think of teachers both public and a Christian school. Yeah. Um, but I can just think of godly parents. Yes. And some of them are, have their kids back at Salem. It's that That's fun right. moment is when I have students who 
um, there, you know, I had them when I first started teaching and now their kids are coming into the high school department and I'm like, man, I'm getting too old for that. But I think that's a really cool testimony for Salem that they want their kids to go where they went. That says you must something. have been a teenager when you started teaching. I started when I was about <laughs> 17. It was weird, but you know, it was good. It was good. Um, so let me ask this question next. So we just kind of touched on a little bit, but what makes Salem Baptist Christian School unique? Um, not, not so much what makes it different from, hey, let's name another Christian school. We're not doing that. But what makes it unique? Why? Uh, what's the benefit uh, of a parent to make sacrifices to send their student to Salem? Well, for me, I'm going to say that we capitalize the word Christian. Um, a lot of schools that are even Christian de-emphasize that component. When you come to Salem, uh, the component of being a Christian, living out the Christian life from myself, principals, teachers, is, is at the forefront. Um, we're not ashamed of being a Christian school. We're going to emphasize again the necessity of being born again. Um, we're going to preach the gospel. We're going to call people to live holy lives. Um, but when you think about what does it really mean to be a Christian, how will people know that, that you're my disciples? Jesus said, by your love, one for another. So I think when someone comes to Salem, they're going to find that there is a love for people, not just a, well, I've got a student, and, and this student may be going through a hard time, and I just want to give a little help to them. No, you're going to find teachers who want to pour their lives into students. They will, they will love them the way Christ has loved them. And that, as we spoke earlier about, there becomes this kind of a family atmosphere because the, the people who are working there are going to be living out Christianity. I think that's one of the, the biggest differences. And then, again, what would make us different is we are teaching uh, a biblical worldview, which means we're going to start off with that there is God, and we are not him. Uh, there is a God who created us. We're his creation. We are to fear him. We're to revere him. We're to worship him. And we're going to call our school to that level. Um, we don't believe in evolution. We believe in creation. We, we don't believe that you can live any way you want. This past year, we, we conveyed over and over that Proverbs 14, 12 says there's a way that seems right to man, but the end thereof is death. Um, what the way we think is going to end up bringing about destruction. We want to live a life the way God wanted it. So when you come to Salem, you're going to find, again, a call to learn the Bible, but also practice what the Bible teaches. So uh, those are some of the things that I think of. For me as a parent, why would I want my child to be in a school like that? First off, they're just going to have people who are going to care for them at a whole different level. And secondly, they're going to learn what really is the way to live life. Uh, when I was at Liberty, Dr. Fowler likes to make a statement. Um, it's, it's, we are not just teaching you how to make a living. We're teaching you how to live a life. 
that's a huge difference right there. Um, we're not about just getting a child a um, education so they can uh, get a job or education so that they can go to college. We want them to learn how to live life the way God intended it to live. So that's going to be some of the differences you'll find when you come to Salem Baptist Christian School. Okay. Pastor Kevin, you're also a parent of uh, students. Um, two of your boys are already there. Um, let me ask that question to you. As a parent, what makes it unique to you? Well, there's, there's absolutely the, um, the, the Christian education side of it, the Christian worldview. But there's, is deeper than that, there's, there's a sense of passion among the teachers and among the administration of we want to see every individual student succeed. So not only succeed in the educational realm, in the, in the realm of life, uh, when it comes to family, when it comes to interactions. Uh, this past year, one of my boys was in uh, first grade, and, and he's finishing up his work this week for first grade here at home. And, you know, he's, he, uh, he just had a couple of uh, difficult situations. And what we did not get from administration or from the teacher was any kind of sense of condemnation or of, of um, I can't believe that he's not able to do this or that. It's let's see what we can do to help him succeed in this. And, and it's very individualized like that. And, and even in classroom sizes, um, my son's is one of the smaller classroom sizes in the first grade in, in our school. Um, some of the classrooms are a little bit bigger but they're still getting that individualized help as much as possible. And, and that's, the, that's the goal of the teachers, the goal of the administration. So that's one unique thing that, uh, that I'm thankful for when it comes to Salem. Yeah, I, I would agree too. My three children are all there. Um, I got one getting ready to go into high school um, and one thinking she's going to take over middle school and uh, another in, in elementary. Um, I would say the same thing. And I would even add to that, um, we don't want to make, we want to make sure that we're not trying to say that there are no issues whatsoever at Salem. I mean, every institution, every place has issues, There's some warts somewhere. But what I think is, and I'm going to speak as a parent, um, what I'm blessed by is the fact that if there is an issue, if there's a conflict or if there's something going on in one of my students' lives, that I know that the teachers aren't just trying to go through the day. They're not just saying, all right, you know what, deal with it on your own. Let me go home. I'm just here till 3.30. No, I have gotten phone calls and emails and text messages from teachers saying, hey, how can I help here? Um, I, I noticed this happened. Let me show you. Let me tell you what I'm doing here. It, it really is a family, even when you're not also a teacher there. It's a family for, 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 uh, for parents as well. Um, I can't tell you how many times just teachers have contacted me at home, either an email or a phone call to say, Hey, I noticed so-and-so was having this today. Um, how can I help that not happen again? Or when it happens again, how can I help that? I'm just kind of blown away that they're not, they're not earning a paycheck. They, this is a ministry for them. And as we all know who are in ministry, if you love what you're doing and if you love the people that you're serving, um, you can serve forever. Um, and you see that in the heart of our teachers. And I really do appreciate that. Um, and I think that's, I think that's one of the big blessings of Salem that makes it unique. So um, we don't need to, we don't need to get into the actual, the actual numbers unless we want to, but uh, I think we've already answered this question, but 
when somebody would ask, is it really worth the cost? Because the reason that question comes up sometimes is uh, I've heard this. And, and when, I, when I get this one, I kind of chuckle a little bit because I'm like, man, you just don't even know when they get the question. Well, isn't, isn't Christian school just like a glorified Sunday school? Is it really worth the cost? Um, does it really have an academic, does having academic teeth to it? Uh, sometimes a Christian school graduate, some people kind of think, oh, well, you may, we may need to teach you some more things that got left out. Um, so let me ask that just question. I think I, I got my answer. I know where I'm going. I just want to see where you guys are. Well, how would you respond to that? Well, as the head of school, <clears throat> I set out as my number one responsibility to provide a quality Christian education at an affordable price. Now, I could have left out the word Christian. Um, I could have left out the word affordable. We could just have a education at some price. Um, what we're trying to make sure it does happen, and I'm going back to my mentor, Dr. Falwell, if it's Christian, it ought to be better. And, and so when you come to a Christian to our Christian school, I should say it that way, to our Christian school, we're going to have teachers that know their subject. And um, I, I do challenge our teachers. I want you to be praying before class. I want you to be taking some prayer requests, share a little bit of what's happening in your life. But when they stand up there to teach math, I expect them to teach math. When they're teaching history, they're teaching history. This isn't a Sunday school class, but it is a time where our students are going to be challenged to get to the level of academics that any other school is providing and to even to the desire they would be a little bit better. I want when they show up at a university, if that's where they desire to go, that when they get in that first class, they're already ahead. Um, that means that again, when they show up at a Christian, our Christian school, they've got to come in to work. Um, we're not there just to get them through the day. This isn't a daycare. Uh, it's not child care. Um, we are providing a quality education that has a Christian foundation. So that's what I would say. And then when you look at the price, um, how much is it worth to you to make sure that when your child is going through a difficult time, you've got a teacher, you've got principals that care about them. Uh, we stress that rules and regulations minus a relationship is going to bring resentment and rebellion. So we're going to have rules. We're going to have standards. But we're not going to do that apart from a relationship. And it's great to have a student in a place where if they do fail, if they do make a mistake, they've got a safety net there. Um, we're, we're not looking to expel students. We're, we're looking to disciple students. So even in the failures, they're going to have somebody that's going to come alongside and help them. Uh, John the Baptist had an incredible a bad day. He, he, he was questioning whether Jesus was really who Jesus said he was. Well, we're going to have teenagers who are wondering, is Jesus really who he says he is? Well, if you're in a, in a situation where other people are just saying that's foolish to believe in Jesus, 
that may cause your faith to then just crash. You can, you can struggle with your faith at Salem Baptist Christian School. Matter of fact, we want you to struggle with it because we want you to get past just what you believe, but know why you believe it. Uh, I hope that answers your question there on, on, on the affordability. We're going to help you, uh, again, with the investment. Years from now, you look back and say, that was one of the best investments I ever made in my child. I like how you just said, we want you to struggle with your faith. Um, years ago, had a student come in and, and they were at that place where they, I think they were trying to figure out, is this mom and dad's thing? Am I going to make it my thing? Mm -hmm. And right in front of mom, they asked the question, can I ask questions in your Bible class? Um, and I, and I, I went ahead and I said, well, let me ask this. Why did you ask that? He's like, well, some places I can't ask questions. I'm like, and I, and I told him, I said, listen, here, we want you to ask questions because that's how you make it your own. Um, sure. It's okay. And, and we're okay to say we don't know. We're okay to wrestle with the mystery of all that God is here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I, I think that's a, a good right. statement. That's a good word. Pastor Kivett, do you want to add anything to that? No, I think, I think when we go back to the question of is it worth the cost, uh, Dwayne, you put it very, very um, uh, perfectly when you said, what is it worth to have an administration and teachers who have your best interest in mind? And, uh, you know, we, we're not here to in any way s try to set ourselves apart from any other school or any, but but that is that is something that we appreciate about Salem, is, is, and that we strive for. Um, it's it's communicated. We want to be a school that cares for for others, and and um, it kind of kind of sh shifting just slightly, but also along this line, along this vein. Um, Dwayne, you and I had a, a conversation um, sitting in my truck. It was it was your first several months of being here as as head of school, and. You know, he's working to figure out, okay, who are we and, and what are we, what are we about? And, um, you know, there's, there's a couple of different philosophies that he'd been presented with. We could be this, we could be that. We're sitting in my truck and I'll, I'll never forget. He said, Kivit, when you think about a Christian school, who do you think that we should be? Who are we? And I, and, and I remember um, just very clearly communicating, we're going to stick with our, our, our core of being uh, the school that does everything they can to make sure the students are taken care of, no matter the playing field. And so we've got we, we've got the um, we've got the, the saved and the unsaved. We've got the highly intelligent and the ones who would not make it at all in any other school. We've got the discovery learning program that that yes. helps walk kids through um, some of the subjects subjects that they struggle with because of learning disabilities. And we have the Discovery Achievers program that is there for kids who would not get a high school education anywhere else. And, and even this year, we're, we're launching the elementary Discovery Achievers for those kids who just cannot keep up in the, in the classroom. Well, anywhere, most places, they would be left behind. Um, and, and so when you talk about is Christian school, is Salem specifically worth the cost? Absolutely, it's worth the cost because we're going to go out of our way to make sure that those kids are provided for, make sure that they're taken care of. One of the things I have absolutely loved about being here is that heart to care for students that it just seems others would not. And uh, when we do get to have graduation this year, 
uh, those who had that heartbeat years ago, that dream, uh, we're going to see six students uh, walk across the stage to get their uh, diplomas because of an investment that people made years ago to say, is there students out there that other schools would not be helping, uh, at, at least to the level of wanting them to achieve? And uh, it's going to be a great moment when they walk across that stage. Um, yeah, we, uh, we, I, I guess I come to a place where I, I think when I read about the life of Jesus and how he seemed to help people that were not being helped. It's not that they just themselves were hopeless or helpless. No one was helping them. Salem Baptist Christian School wants to help people who others don't seem to really want to help. And that leads us to this, these, I think, maybe the last two questions, because these are some things that I think set off Salem as, as special. Um, and we've mentioned it a little bit, Pastor Kevin, you mentioned it. So for the student or for the parent who might ask, how can a Christian school, specifically Salem, how can Salem assist with my students' learning differences? Um, so we touched on a little bit. We use terms like discovery learning and discovery achievers, but somebody who's not familiar with Salem has no idea right. what we just said. So... Um, Mr. Carson, could you share a little bit about Discovery Learning and Discovery Achievers? Well, it, it's a program that has been set up specifically um, as a division of the school. So we have a department chair. Uh, she's part of my cabinet, Nancy Vinoy. And um, we look at what students, as they come in, they're tested and they have learning uh, differences. And we then go to work to uh, put in place accommodations that will then help that child learn how to develop other mechanisms in their brain so that they can overcome those learning differences. It's, it's not that we're just going to say to the child, okay, because you have this learning difference, you uh, get a pass. No, we're going to, we have therapists that will sit down with the child and help them learn how they learn different so that they can then continue to learn. And uh, some of them will then move from uh, uh, the, the, the time with the therapist back into the actual classroom because they've learned the techniques that they need. So um, when, when a child needs the uh, extra help, they're going to get it, but also they're going to get taught how to uh, overcome that, that learning difficulty, learning difference that they have. Yeah, and I would add to that too. And, and as a teacher, we, we get reports of, of which students are having those learning differences and how can we help them in the classroom. And sometimes yeah. these are modifications, but they're, they're not extreme modifications. They are right. just, just things to help them succeed in the class because that's our, our goal is for them to, you know, some might say, well, is your goal just to pass them? No, our goal is to help them be lifetime learners uh, to succeed in the classroom because they're going to go off to college and we want them to be able to succeed in their academics as they keep going. And it's, it's always a sweet time. You mentioned graduation. Man, it is always a sweet time when you see students who had those learning differences walk across the stage. There are no dry eyes in the faculty. Uh, if you pan the faculty, it's just tissue central because we know what they went through, and it's a blessing. Yes. And, and we love that about Salem. I think that's, 
I think that's what I'm going to use the phrase, one of Salem's best kept secrets, the fact that we have such a, a great discovery learning program and the therapists who work with them. Um, what about this question? This is a, one I had. What about a student who would be labeled as academically advanced? Uh, they're maybe kind of bored in the, a regular classroom. Um, what do we have at Salem that can help them as well? Yeah, we have the uh, AP classes. So um, they're going to be challenged at that level. They're going to get credit for college class classes. Um, we, this past year, uh, brought in our, our different speakers from uh, the education department at Piedmont International University uh, to talk about working with gifted students. So there are students who, on one hand, are going to have some learning differences. Um, but then there are students who come in who um, they, they're able to grasp a concept quickly and they need to be given other challenges. And so I, I find our faculty um, being uh, very diverse in their abilities, if I can use that word. Uh, they're going to know how to help a child that is struggling, but they're also going to be looking at that individual child as they, they need more work to do they can do that and, and, and help them to not get bored. Um, we, we want them to be excelling at uh, whatever level um, that they're pursuing. We, we've got some, I just found out one of our seniors uh, is headed to North Carolina State um, because of his mindset on engineering. And uh, he's done the hard work. He's been accepted there. And um, he, he also had the opportunity to go to University of North Carolina, but for some reason he, he chose being a Wolfpack over being a Tar Heel. Um, I, I'm surprised he didn't go to Virginia Tech. So, so proud of him. Um, so for proud of him for not choosing Tech. University of North Carolina. Okay, I got you. So okay to be a Wolfpack. I don't even know. I don't even know who it is, but pass along. I don't even know who it is, but pass along how how excited I am for him. Gotcha. <laughs> and that's a good point. I was. I was just a couple uh, weeks ago, walking down the hallway of the high school hallway or the, I guess we called the office hallway. And yes. you've got this setup where here's where the people are going to college. You've got banners hanging down and, and it's a lot of universities. It's, it's not um, what we're seeing with graduates is they can go out and they can literally pick a place. Um, and that's really awesome. We've, we've had students go to great, places and it's really neat to see that and they've been able to do that because of the the training they've received at at salem and i think that's a, a testimony to the the academics of the institution well guys any final words you want to leave our listeners with about um salem baptist christian school um quick commercial Dwayne, you want to throw it out there well if you are looking for a quality christian education at an affordable price um, I would hope you would uh, consider Salem Baptist Christian School. Go to the website, uh, SalemVikings.org. Uh, come over for a visit, meet with uh, Mrs. Valerie Reed. She'll show you around. Um, uh, ultimately, as a parent, for me personally, I took Luke, Luke 2.52 as my guide. Jesus grew, increased in wisdom stature, favor with God, favor with man. Now, 
how do I help my children do those four things? Salem Baptist Christian School is about helping a student grow like Jesus, intellectually, physically, socially, and spiritually. That's a holistic approach. Uh, very few schools really take that kind of uh, uh, approach, and that's what we do at Salem Baptist Christian School. This has been The Pursuit from Salem Baptist Church. Located in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Salem Baptist Church exists to help people find and pursue life in Jesus. We would love to connect with you on Instagram and Facebook at SalemBaptist underscore WS. Or you can email us at info at salembaptistnow.org.